Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome to Write Our Way, which will be hosted by fictional writer Patrick Starts. If you have not read the description below, these podcast discussions will be surrounded around writing short stories and novels, discussions of storytelling through film, using comparisons from the 80s and the current movies we see today, as well as discussions about how these movies impact our lives, or if not, why? If you are a writer, a reader, or neither of the two, who is looking for some inspiration, a little motivation, something that will get you excited about writing, something that will help you develop and feel confident in your own style, then you have come to the right place. My friends, welcome to Write Our Way. Hello, lovely people. Welcome, welcome to Write Our Way. I'm your host, Patrick Starks, and today we're going to be talking about research and what that means for us as writers. Now, usually as writers, I would say that we usually, well, we normally tell people who interview us or ask us this question, they say, how do you get your ideas? And normally it's basically we get it from just ourselves. We just get it from everyday experience of life. But it goes so much deeper than that when we do find this. Although we are writing fiction, everyone, we still need to have our facts straight. As the saying goes, fake it till you make it. Well, that's not necessarily the case when it comes to fiction. You can't necessarily fake it till you make it. You actually do need to have some facts to back up whatever thing that you're making up in your head. And ladies and gentlemen, research does this. Research validates what's going on in our head, basically. I know it sounds crazy, but I mean, it's the truth. Nowadays, people want to hear things that are truthfully told, things that make sense. In fact, people want to hear things that are somewhat equivalent to their own world. So I'm sure I don't have to go through much of where to research things. I know in such a modern time, modern society, we have many platforms that you can go through that can you can find things, essentially, like Google, um, you have Pinterest, like for art references, you have so many things that you can go off of. But I'm sure the question you're wondering is, what are we going to be researching for? Well, my friends, that's all up to you. That all depends on what you are looking for. For example, let's say you're looking for a particular scene like landscape. Normally what I would like to do is I like to go to Pinterest and let's just say that you're looking for something gothic or medieval. You would just go there and type in gothic, medieval, and for me, mostly, since I do a lot of illustrations, I like to look at concept art of these landscapes, not necessarily the real images of them, if that makes any sense. And usually I like to look at the concept art is because the concept art is very animated, it's very over-exaggerated, and when it comes to writing fiction, things tend to be over-exaggerated. So it just plays well with going into my head and translating it with the words to paper. And the beautiful thing about doing this type of research is it really gives you a narrow scope of how to describe your scenes. It's sometimes it's hard for us to pull the images ourselves into our head and make them up. Sometimes we need to see them to essentially believe them. <laughs> and so, like I said, by seeing these environments visually, you can get a good idea of how to describe your scene again and really get detailed about it and really pull your reader into what this environment might look like for your character. Oh, but it doesn't end there, my friends. 
it does not end there. Let's not forget about the previous podcast where I talked about how music can inspire our writing and how that can shape out the pace and the emotion of our stories. But we won't be going too deep into that right now. I mean, if you do want to hear about that, you can check out episode 21. That's where I go all over how music can inspire your writing. So definitely check that out, everyone. But just moving forward, so like, what else can we figure out about research? What else does this research mean for us as writers? Now, don't get too discouraged about this, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, this isn't like we're writing a a freaking essay for college. We don't need to have a works cited page and all that crap. You just need to find things that are going to aid in you pushing your story along. Things that you're not necessarily going to be using that would be notified as like copyright. We don't want that. (laughs) So please, 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 I'm not trying to encourage anybody to do any type of like copying anybody's work. What I'm saying is look at things that will inspire your writing or inspire your words or inspire again your emotion and your pace of your story that will aid your writing. I would say another thing for me, everyone, is um, a lot of writers don't talk about this, but for me, what I like to do for research, too, is research words. And what I mean by that is, like, research other, like, vocabulary. Because I know sometimes when we're writing these stories, they we can tend to put the same words or we can repeat the same words. And so, for me, I like to see what other word usage I can find to give my story a better flow so that people aren't like, oh, my God, this person, this dude said this, like, thousand times already how many how many times is he gonna say nevertheless <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's like it's like one of those things where you just have to kind of like sway away from that because I I'm not gonna lie everyone like when I first started writing that was one of my biggest things like I would say nevertheless nevertheless and it's like if I went through the whole freaking story I would have like nevertheless like 20 30 times it's like you have to have more vocabulary and as a writer I think it's very important that you do the research and really make your vocabulary strong. Vocabulary is like our our ammunition, man. We got to have the more the more vocabulary you have, the the better um or I say, or I would say the wider scope of vocabulary that you have, the better your writing will be and the better your stories will be, the more creative they will be, the more your reader will feel pulled into it. And not exhausted by seeing the same stuff over and over. So, nevertheless, everybody, (laughs) don't do like me. Don't repeat the same words or vocabulary over and over again. Make sure you're very careful about that when you're writing your stories. And again, research your own story and make sure that you're not doing that. But just keeping the flow going with what we're talking about as far as how we research our stories... Again, I want to bring it back to the facts because I think also, too, as writers, we don't talk about that a lot, how we can kind of get chin-checked by our readers or, you know, the people commenting on our stories if we don't have our facts straight. And a lot of times it usually has to do with landscape. And landscape can be a really tricky scenario depending on if your landscape is made up or if it really is kind of like spot-on with an actual landscape, like, or city, country, etc. So if you're going to say, like, you know, like a mount, like here in Washington, we have Mount Rainier. If you're going to say the Mount Rainier is, like, 200,000 feet high, 
you know, you better have your facts straight. I don't even know it because I haven't researched it yet, but please believe if I did put it in my story, I'm going to have the facts straight. I'm going to actually have the actual height of it because you don't want to be look, you don't want to look like that person that's just completely BSing the whole story. Yes, you can BS the stuff that you make up, but the actual things that do exist in this life we live today, you want to make sure you don't BS that. You will get called out on it, and it will kind of just draw people away from your story. They'll just be like, oh, this person doesn't even have their facts straight. I don't want to read anything else because what else are they telling me that's that's BS, you know? So it's one of those things, just really be careful about the facts and what you're creating now, if you're creating a story where the landscape is completely brand new, which I've done, and I'm sure you guys have done as well, where the landscape has nothing to do with any city or country that's ever existed in this life, maybe in another galaxy somewhere, but never here on planet Earth. And so we can kind of get away with, not, I don't, I hate to call it BSing, we can kind of get away with the imagination of what this place can look like. And just to clarify, the reason I hate to call that BSing because at this point we're no longer like it would be BSing if it was again a place that actually existed and we're just making up numbers. But this isn't BSing. This is imagination. This is using our imagination. This is becoming a child again and imagining my friends. See what I did there? <laughs> but yeah, this is this is what we're all about here. This this is what we're all about at Right Our Way, Paycark. You know, this is something that I embody every day. It's like our imagination is key. But again, not to contradict myself, I would be BSing you guys still to say that our imagination still does not have to have facts in it. Again, I can make up a landscape. I can make up creatures. I can make up characters. But there's going to have to be some things that are going to have to be facts. There's gonna, and, and, and the reason I'm going to tell you why. The reason some of these things, some things in your fictional stories have to be facts is because the facts correlate with the reality. People are drawn to reality because that reality connects to their actual life. People like to compare their lives to these stories. And so when you take away the facts and it's all imagination, then it becomes a little fake. It becomes, there's no emotional content. There's no emotional connection to it. And so then you just got this story that's incredible, but it's very yet ironically bland. And that's not what we want. And so overall, everyone, that's the whole point to this podcast. This is why I wanted to have this great discussion with you guys about research, because research is a huge part of our writing. I I would like to say that we do come up with most of the things out of our head, but again, I'd be lying to say that that's the final print of it. That's not the final print. We bring these things out of our head, but then we do the research to kind of fine tune it into these beautiful bodies of work. And that's the thing that I wanted to just kind of discuss because I think we as writers, again, we don't talk about that a lot. I think we kind of hide it. It's like one of those things, you know, the chef never tells all their ingredients. And here I am being the the foolish chef telling the ingredients. Or am I? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's one of those things that it really is an important thing to to do when you're writing. Uh, I mean, that's why we learned it in schools. 
research. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be nonfiction. This goes for all forms of writing. Again, poetry, if you're a speaker, um, again, for me and others like me who write fiction, this is, this is a, these are key, uh, key tools to use to evolve your work into this beautiful butterfly. In conclusion, guys, you know how it goes. It's been a pleasure talking with you all. I think we've covered as much as I wanted to cover with research on writing and uh, what at least what I wanted to share with you guys and discuss with you you all about. And yeah, I would just love to hear some of everyone's comments. Uh, if you want to uh, reach out and share some of your pointers, I would love to hear about it and maybe talk about it on another podcast where we can do like a research part two. And if you wanted to um, put your input in it, uh, you can go to Patrick at paycark.com. That'll be the email. And from then on, I can just go through and read a couple of tips from you guys and talk about it on the next discussion, give you some shout outs and yeah, have another great discussion about this. This is, this is always great talking with you guys about this. And so, um, yeah, become a child again. Imagine my friends, stay cool, stay fresh and do the research and just keep writing away. I know you guys are all doing great things and love you all. Don't give up, you know, just keep chipping away at it. (laughs) All right, everyone. I'll see you soon. Hope you all enjoyed and had something to take away from today's discussion. To find out more about our lovely host, Patrick Starks, and even some of his writing works, go to www.paycark.com. That's www.paycark.com. Stay tuned for the next episode of Write Our Way and have yourself a fantastic day.